Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Pierre and joining me as always is Tim. What's up, Snowflake? Welcome <laughs> to our horror movie review podcast. Uh, we are here to talk about if if Tim's intro there didn't uh, make you think of it, <laughs> we're here to talk about the hunt, which of course was the I guess kind of controversial movie that got delayed. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, even the poster like that they've got out now has like the the original date still on it, but it's scored out with the the, the newer date <laughs> next to it. So they're, they're not hiding it. They're not hiding it at all. Uh, but yeah, there was a shooting right before uh, they used that and said, no, we're going to delay this. Uh, they put it out in March, right before all the theatres closed. It went straight to VOD <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, premium price VOD, which apparently The Boy 2 is getting like, next week or something. <laughs> like that. Oh, hell yeah. Who's, who's paying $20 to watch The Boy 2? Come on now. Um, <laughs> a lot of people. No, 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 no. no. Uh, so this <laughs> this is the hunt this is a movie about a group of people who wake up in like a field there's weapons it's, it's, it's got that kind of battle royale kind of feel to the start of it not, not that they're there to fight each other but just in the sense that people wake up they're given weapons something's going on some kind of game uh, and then they're trying to figure out what's happening and go on there's, there's a bit of a star study cast in this actually uh, which we'll we'll get to maybe more so in spoilers because I feel like sure. who's who and how long some of them last is kind of <laughs> like right, a yeah. spoiler so uh so we can't really talk about too much about that but obviously th- the fact that this was delayed and there was controversy around it is the big thing to talk about uh it's one of these ones it is technically a horror movie but it's also kind of an action movie right it's kind of this is kind of that it definitely treats this murder or deaths like a like a horror movie like the gore is definitely like this is, is this even though technically you could argue this is more of an action thriller the, the the kills are treated like horror movies because of the, the amount of gore and the amount of like over the top violence sure. that's that's been used is, is what i'd say but uh yeah so that's the, that's the gist of of the movie um tim and we'll start spoiler free. I don't know if I said that, but we'll start spoiler free. Uh, Tim, how did you yeah. feel about the hunt for Red October? No, I mean the hunt. The hunt. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, pretty good. Like, you know, not the best thing in the world, but it's not horrible either. Um, I, I I did find myself, you know, laughing quite a bit. Um, you know, there's some uh, good performances uh, and. Uh, I think there's some pretty funny jokes uh, in the beginning. I, I feel like it kind of, um, like I don't want to say it gets more serious, but like less jokey, uh, you know, after the beginning. But you know, it's still entertaining. Um, ultimately, I, I thought it was. Uh, I, I was trying to figure out if the movie was specifically trying to say something, and I, I feel like I kind of come to the conclusion that it wasn't like. Because uh, uh, one thing I was thinking about at the end is like, okay, like that was entertaining, but like, what are the like, what are the actual politics of this movie and everything? Like, what are they trying to say about these sides? And I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know <laughs> if they really were trying to say anything. Uh, it, it seems like maybe they just want to do a story, you know, that there's, is kind of involving these, you know, modern times, I guess. But there's there's one small thing that is kind of saying towards the end, which obviously we can't talk yeah. about till spoilers. But I have to kind of agree that other than that, it, it feels like, because Damon Lindelof and Nick Hughes wrote the script for this, and Damon Lindelof as a TV writer is very good. You know, Watchmen and Leftovers, and I'm a fan of Lost. Like, his TV work is actually, ex- at times, exceptional. And 
this but his movie career is a bit more checkered right <laughs> you know he he wrote the script for prometheus for example all oh, right <laughs> uh, and like going into this i'm like okay this is obviously satire it has to be satire because the, you know, the, yeah. the one thing i left out of the premise but I, I don't even think it's a spoiler because it's just kind of clear from the start of the movie that the the people who are arranging this game who are hunting these victims are rich liberals and the characters who are waking up and are in the game and being hunted are uh for, for lack of a better term we'll just say rednecks right uh, we'll, i think we'll use liberals and rednecks just to signify oh, the two yeah. groups i guess you would say like uh like conservatives maybe like uh, but well, i guess uh, i mean i guess but i, I don't know would, would you just like i feel like conservatives conjures up more like the rich conservative of the oh sure the, uh, yeah they're the more of the yeah redneck gun toting yeah kind of type Sure. Yeah, you know, one guy in particular has a podcast that he likes to yeah. talk about political issues. Like, a very, uh, like, Alex Jones kind of type of podcast. Yeah, yeah, maybe a bit more, I don't know, I mean, it's all low budget, but, you know, it feels a bit smaller than that, right, I guess, right, right. but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that that's kind of the characters that we're dealing with here, and, I, like, there's a couple of jokes early on that I agree were kind of funny, Um I think the big problem with, I mean, I, I kind of agree that it's just kind of okay. Some of the deaths are kind of fun. There's a kind of yeah. a fun fight sequence towards the end, which again kind of takes away from the horror a little bit because it's more of an action fight sequence. Uh, but it's actually a genuinely really good fight scene. For me, the, the problem is, is that once it kind of settles into what it is and it starts to get going, I, I have two main problems. One is that the satire element of like these characters being liberals and rednecks and what they're saying to each other and the way they bring up like current like issues it started to feel like it was being too too like overt they would just say things they would just have lines of dialogue where they'd bring up climate change or something and it kind of felt like do you know most good movies that speak about like the way people treat each other or talk about these kind of things tend to do it in a way where they don't actually ever actually like have characters just outright start talking about these issues. You know, like horror movies especially, like the good ones are rife with movies that are that are analogies for other things and this movie's not an analogy and that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing like you, you can go with the the robocop route of like no we're going to be batshit and you're in your face loud as possible that's the point of it i think the problem is is that once you kind of get like further into it is that it kind of feels like it's more just there for the the, the, the bad jokes than it is for actually some big statement it yeah it feels like very buzzwordy like everything everyone says is like a a trigger word that you like hear people talk about, but it's definitely not the way like people talk in real life. Like I, I feel like each side kind of feels like a stereotype of what the, how the other side thinks they act. You yeah. Know? And I think that's the satire of it, right? The satire yeah. is, is that it's that, it's that obviously the, the creators here aren't siding with and in particular, if anything, they're probably mostly liberal because just people in Hollywood sure. tend to be, uh, the, the point is here is because you said this is not how people talk in real life I agree with that but this is how people talk on Twitter <laughs> so people talk on the internet right. and <laughs> I sure, feel like yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of intentional that they're, they're talking like but it makes them weird as movie characters right it makes them weird to kind yeah. of listen to and follow because it feels like I don't know it, it feels like they're referencing things just a bit too much and it feels because I mean one of the things that we love about Nate of the Living Dead is like that, that movie is rife with subtext 
without ever outright saying anything about the racial dynamic in the movie it never actually has a character say something about it but it's there and everything that's happening is informed by it and it's it's so good the way that it handles it and it's so entrenched in what the movie is whereas this movie is constantly telling us what it's doing but ultimately feels like it's accomplishing nothing as a result <laughs> yeah sure yeah like it, it... Like uh, it it doesn't feel like it ends up making like a broader point or anything. Like it um, it, it's still entertaining enough, but yeah, there there was like a point where I, you know, I feel like it does get a little eye rolly where it's like, okay, we get it, yeah, come yeah. on, like you know. But I, I guess like without that though, I don't know if it would. I guess that maybe it might not be as interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think ultimately it kind of just feels a little bit as a satire, and then it also feels. Uh, is a genuine movie where it's got something like I mean, there's a couple of nice things that it is saying at the end. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple of things that once everything's revealed and everything's kind of put in place, that we can talk about. But for the most part, like, and and the other problem I had with it, so that was the first problem, is that I felt like the satire kind of fell short, and it was just kind of there for bad jokes for like ninety percent of the movie. The other th- problem I had with the movie is that the actual fun of the game, you know, the hunting of these people and them trying to survive, I felt like after the first 30 minutes, it kind of stopped being about that and kind of shifted to just, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know what you call it. It's not even so much like things really change that much. It just, it stops actually being that movie and things really slow down and the characters are just kind of like debating and going back the way and ultimately I, I felt like i got shortchanged on the premise essentially uh sure and then before we know it we're, we're at that final act that final 20 minutes where we're, we're you know we're doing the big showdown or whatever I, I i felt like after that first 30 minutes it just it kind of like stumbled through kind of the setup for the ending as opposed to actually feeling like i was continually getting the oh the fun of hiding from the people hunting them or uh, you know figuring things out or seeing the clues and the hints like we very quickly get to a point where they've just already kind of decided they know what's happening and they're talking about it and i don't know i found that kind of unsatisfying from a fun perspective i guess yeah i would say it's kind of oddly paced um because yeah it's not um like especially for a movie that's called the hunt like it really isn't like just one big hunt like there's kind of like these little sections and then um you know like even like uh points like it feels like they start doing like more like flashbacks uh and stuff which um i mean i don't know if it's necessarily like a complaint because i never got bored mm-hmm. or anything uh so you know it, it's not like i you know, got to a point where I was like, oh, uh, you know, stop doing this. Uh, I want to get on with it. But yeah, it is like a little odd uh, the way it's set up, I guess. Yeah, it, it veers away. Once we get to the train, I guess, yeah. uh, I would say, it kind of veers Which away. Which feels pretty quick. It is, like, yeah. It's yeah. just like 30 minutes in, if that. Like, it, you know, we, we go through this opening. And I do actually kind of like, for the most part, the first 20, 30 minutes that... Yeah. Uh, there's some surprises in there. And I, I almost wish I hadn't seen a trailer because... Or what I really wish they'd done is like shoot some fake footage from the trailer to make us think that oh, yeah. certain thing. I, I don't. I won't get to it, but but it, it, you know it, it does. A, it, it pulls a few tricks in the first twenty thirty minutes that I kind of enjoyed. And like I say, the the, the deaths were fun and and, yeah. and whatever. Once it got past that point, though, it, it kind of I don't know. It felt kind of clunky, I guess, or just not even clunky. Just, uninspired like like it was it was almost like it was going out of its way to avoid actually being fun for a while 
and then you know we got to the ending and i felt like there's maybe a better movie in here that they could have extrapolated maybe it needs another draft i I don't know yeah i don't know it's weird i i i i see potential in this even with the premise of of the the the, the politics involved right even with that that setting in, in there i still see potential for a really kind of uh analytical movie but unfortunately it kind of just comes off as i don't know paper thin just kind of yeah. there for the sake of the buzzwords like you said and we want to have it and so we can say oh it's about these things but really it's it's, it's just you know it's mostly just a schlocky movie and it's like not it's not a bad watch but has not much more to it and the sad part is, is I think, you know, when it was pushed the first time into controversy, and we said that there'll be more interest in it because of this controversy, but it will probably just end up being okay in the middle somewhere. The sad truth is, is that's exactly what ended up happening. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's okay in the middle somewhere. <laughs> like, that's yeah, kind of <laughs> where it lands. Uh, so, I, I think we will give the spoiler warning so we can talk about what happens in it. Uh, so, full spoilers from this point on. I'll take this time to thank our patron producers. Uh, these are producers uh, of, of, well, they're Patreon producers and they're, they're that because they are $20 or above on patreon.com slash TV. Uh, so thank you to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios and Tyler Hess. So uh, you can go to Patreon of course and support us for as little as $1 per month and that $1 will get you a bonus episode every month. We'll do some wacky movie. Uh, it's usually good fun. And of course, at the $5 tier, you get early access by for one day for all of our review episodes. And you get to vote once per month as well in an episode. So go and have a look and see if you're interested in keeping the, the, the show coming and uh, supporting all the content. As well as getting goodies for other shows that we do from Mailfuss TV too. So, yeah, so full spoilers. So the thing I was kind of alluding to at the start is there's a couple of really, relatively well-known actors at the start of this movie that they kind of present as the main characters only to Drew Barrymore them which <laughs> I actually, you know, I appreciate And I, I felt, because Emma Roberts is there, and I really like Emma Roberts from Scream Queens and uh, from Black Coast Daughter. You know, she's just kind of making a name for herself in the horror world. And, yeah. like, I knew she was in this, and we see her, and I was like, oh, they're, they're kind of treating her like she's the, the, the main character. And we get the scenes where she's with Justin Hartley, who's, again, relatively well-known, and he shows her how to use a gun, and it's kind of like the sweet moment that you usually get at the start of these movies. And out of nowhere, she gets shot in the head. It's kind of a, a shock. And it's a really well-done little moment. And I thought, oh, okay, they just drew, drew Barry board me. And I think <laughs> it's a shame that from the trailer, I knew Betty Gip- Gilpin was going to be the, the main character because it felt like this would have been a nice surprise if I didn't know. If if I if I oh, sure. if they had shot some extra scenes... It's, it's not even so much that they have to hide Betty Gilpin. If they had just shot some extra shots of of Emma Roberts and Justin Hartley for the trailer that didn't work they weren't in the movie just to throw us off into thinking oh they're around for a long time like these deaths could have been really cool but as it was I was like as soon as she died that quick I was like okay he's about to die as well because he's barely in the trailer after that so that was kind of my thing but you know the the blood spatter was good Uh, the the, the farcical death of uh, the the, the woman who falls into the pit and there's there's a spiked pit <clears throat> that uh that made me laugh and then uh especially the second time uh, she gets like thrown into it well you say that's pretty funny you say thrown uh so so well, just <laughs> J- justin hartley pulls her out uh yeah. says she's going to be okay pulls her out of the spike pit and he's got her like over his shoulder and they're kind of walking and he steps in a landmine and he's like shit <laughs> and we get an explosion of blood and so, okay so they're dead but then yeah, uh, the other guy comes up and he sees her lying back in the pit in the same spike where she left, where she, you know, she was originally, but her, you know, her bottom half is missing. It's just the torso, and 
she's like, please shoot me. And he's like, I'm not going to shoot you. And she grabs his gun and says, oh, snowflake, and shoots herself. Yes. And I was like, okay, that was a bit on the nose, but it was mildly amusing, given who these characters yeah. are. Uh, from from there, like... I mean, yeah. we're missing the uh, the very first scene, though. We are, sorry, plane. yes. The plane, yes. Yeah, which I, I thought was pretty funny, too. Yeah, we're on this, you know, private jet, and, like, the, the uh, what's his face from It's Always Sunny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is being offered caviar and he's like well I had caviar last night so do you have anything else to have maybe some Mediterranean yeah. and it's, uh, it's funny because uh, he does like his character from It's Always Sunny so well that it's like really hard to like imagine him as anything else <laughs> and like he, but I feel like uh, I don't know his character in that like fits uh, this movie too <laughs> like just like that like supreme asshole <laughs> yeah pretty much uh but basically one of the the rednecks wakes up before they're supposed to because they're all passed out on the plane and he comes stumbling in and threatening everyone and uh with the kind of this is the weird thing so hillary swank plays the big the, the big you know person in charge athena who is ru- running this game and they kind of hide her face here and they do it again later on until we have like a moment in the flashback where it kind of finally spins around and shows her but she comes in and stabs him in the eye with her shoe and actually pulls out his eyeball, and like she actually has to pull the eyeball off of her heel. Uh, it was uh, fun death again. The, the death was really good. Uh, also, the other guy like asking for the uh, the air stewardess's pen, uh, and then stabs the guy, and then afterwards like hands the pen back. So there's some fun like over the top like gory stuff here at the start, which I was like, oh maybe this is going to be a fun movie. Like this actually yeah. was entertaining so far. You know, and even the because some of the earlier satire worked better than the later stuff. Like when because i hated when it got on the nose like i I liked when so the guy what's his name uh ike uh baron holtz who's been in a bunch of stuff uh he's like there and he with two others runs to uh this 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 small uh petrol station a gas station where like this old couple are, are playing nice and they say they're in arkansas and he yells out we're being hunted and the old couple say but you've got guns and he says yeah for protection and I actually liked that line because it was kind of, you know, it was it was in the context of what was happening. And I got, okay, I get the joke of him saying that. And it's kind of this, you know, funny little dig. What I didn't like is that two minutes later, he said he owned seven guns. And like, why do you own seven guns? And he's like, because it's my, my right. It's in the, you know, like, and I'm like, I didn't need yeah. this part. This, this part's just over explaining it. The first part where he just said it's for protection when they're on the run and scared for their lives was the, was enough. Like that, that was the funny part. After that, it was like, okay, you're now just explaining it. Especially because the, the old couple kill him, right? The old couple gassed him. They poison, one gets poisoned with a donut that's, that happens to be sitting there. The other two get gassed. And the old man in a gas mask comes up to him, or what comes up to one of them and says, and by the way, climate change is real. And I'm like, okay, you're losing me here, movie, because... Yeah, it's a, it's a little much. And also, like... Like, what exactly do these people want to do? Do they just want to quickly kill them? Or, like, sometimes it seems like, well, no, we want to teach them a lesson and then kill them. Uh, but then, you know, it's, yeah, it's like sometimes it's like, no, just, like, shoot them right away and, and be done with it. And then other times it's like, no, like, you know, turn the tables on and make them realize what's up and then kill them. But It's inconsistent. It's, it's kind of that horror movie logic that we sometimes talk about where... It feels like the, the killer's intentionally messing with someone to make them scared because it doesn't really make much sense that they've not killed them yet kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of that where it's very inconsistent where, yeah, some of the first people get killed right away without even any warning. 
and that's okay. But then later, like, no, they want to play a little game with them. Maybe the whole idea is to make them like whoever survives that first encounter scared shitless, so they'll be be a certain way. But it, you know, you really have to sort of you know head cannon it to to make it work that way. But like that's the point where I was kind of okay right you're, you're being a little bit over the, the top here and I, I get I, I get what it's doing it's kind of like anyone who's so devout to their side on Twitter and they, they stick to like their one talking point without any like budging because like, all, all the dialogue between the old couple when they're on their own where you know one of them corrects the other one because they say something you know mildly inappropriate uh, if you can you know uh, you know con- con- construe it that way like I get what it's doing and it's kind of you know that, that stuff's basically making fun of like people who are the you know the what you think of as the the and i hate using this phrase but the 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 typical social justice warrior right which right. <laughs> is it's one of those things where like there's the type of people who will never let anything like they have to bring up something every two minutes and that's kind of what that phrase was used was meant for but now it's used for anyone who actually has like any type of moral conscience who who right. <laughs> who will call anyone out for something that's deeply inappropriate uh yeah and it so okay, I get what it's doing there, and it's you know it's doing these things, and then, it, and then it, it's finally the real like we see a glimpse of Betty Gilpin before when she's like on her own, but she finally comes uh, into the station. This is like a proper introduction where she you know she predicts that they're they're acting and fights back and like she's got the thick Mississippi accent, and so one of the big things that I think it is saying by the end of the movie is that she says to Athena when she finally meets her that. You, you know she's got the wrong person like there's, there's there's another person that lives in mississippi with the same name that's spelt with just you know it's spelt with an e right uh, there's another crystal who's got almost the exact same name and sometimes she gets her mail and you've made a mistake you you, you brought me instead because we because we fight because she's really good at fighting right there's, there's a scene where i actually thought she was just too good at fighting see when they attacked the bunker of the rich people and she's just going around like she's John Wick. I thought, whoa, why is she this good? But they tried to yeah. explain it and that she was, you know, she was in the military. She served in, I can't remember where, maybe it was Afghanistan, but I can't remember. Yeah. And they try to explain it that way. And I was like, okay, so fair enough. But when she meets Athena and Athena says, oh, you know, your dad was, you know, killed because he was, a, um, he dealt meth when you were 13 and your mother died soon after. And she's like, no, you got the wrong person. My mother's still alive. My dad wasn't great, but as far as I know, he didn't, you know, do meth. He didn't sell meth. As you know, and she's so she's saying all these things, and this is right after because because the big thing that is revealed is that the reason why this is happening because all throughout the movie, the the characters keep saying, oh, this is the uh, the manor gate, right? This is where the rich people take people like us, real people, out to this manor and hunt them for sport. And they they bring that up a, a bunch of times throughout the movie. That they, this is what they're in. This is what's happening. They've heard about this. Uh, one of the guys is like, oh yeah, I've got a podcast and I've been exposing this sort of shit. Um, yeah. And the big thing that we find out in the movie is that one joke that happened in a Twitter, like a, 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 a like a Facebook Messenger app style thing, uh, which is actually how we start the movie, we see this, this, this text chain happen, is that one of them jokes based on these rumours, like, oh, I'm looking forward to the hunt next time to kill some of these assholes. Uh, this actually leads to Athena having to be fired from her job because, of, because all this stuff leaks out and it looks bad and basically the so the, the premise of the movie is that the the rich liberals because you know playing on the idea that uh, you have these crazy kind of conspiracy theorists who believe like you know like, like even right now with the the virus right some people think that they're denying it they think it's all just a big conspiracy by the, from the government for reasons 
It's basically someone said, okay, you've got this conspiracy that we're doing this thing. I'm going to actually do it. Right? That's basically the, the, the motivation of the villains is like they're saying, no, we're going to actually do this uh, and have fun with it. And we see if this flashback of them picking the candidates and uh, like they, they think that Crystal is this person, Justice for Y'all was her screen name. And that's, you know, so she's like, so you, she says, you people chose your truth. So we're giving you your truth. And we're, you know, this is why we're doing it. So when Crystal then says, no, you've got the wrong person. And, and, you know, this makes sense as a reveal is that the idea that one of the people is actually not, you know, one of these types of people, right? That one of the people is actually just a complete random innocent bystander who has been caught up in what's going on. And it's kind of the hypocrisy here where Athena isn't willing to accept it like the idea that she's now devoted herself to the truth that she is this person and she wants to fight her because she's been training for it and then she's not wanting to deviate even though she's been told now that no you are not this person or i am you know you, like so there is kind of a male point that it's saying is that don't assume someone is like just on this side of the fence or sure. don't make it this black and white at all times uh kind of thing there is a little bit in there a little bit and they have this big fight scene, obviously, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, yeah, it it just seems weird that like I don't know. I guess that's the like the the one like uh, subtle part of the movie is like the kind of point. Whereas like you know everything else is so like blatant and on the nose, you know. Uh, I guess yeah. I mean it's. Like, I, I kind of get what it's trying to do. It's trying... Because it, the face really over the top. The face really well done where... I kind of liked how they kept... Like, there's at one point one of them lands awkwardly on their side on a table. They get fl- they throw oh, yeah. each other over the stairs. They're swiping at each other. They're hitting each other. There's a lot of nasty bumps that the stunt people were taking. It, it's a really good facing. It actually generally is quite good. And I, I, I think what it was kind of doing is that it's like... This is a fight on Twitter, right? This is like... There's been a misunderstanding, sure. and these two people assume that they're on opposite sides of, of a political fence, and instead mm-hmm. of, like, calming down and trying to understand what each other were trying to say in the first place, they're mm-hmm. just going at it with everything they've got. And that's what this is. It's this ridiculous over-the-top fight where, you know, they, they literally... Two of the most that stuck out to me is someone... They get, they stab each other with the, the blade from a blender, and yeah. the other one that really made me squirm is when, uh, like, what, what, uh, Hilary Swank, Athena's got a shotgun, and she closes yeah, the... She, yeah. She closes the the because the shotguns open. It's one of the shotguns where it opens like a like a hunter's like rifle kind of thing, and she closes it on her on her wrist so the skin's oh. caught in the middle of the the, the 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 mechanism. And I'm like, oh, that looks really painful. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that was tough. <laughs> so that face is really good, and I think the whole idea yeah. is that this is like no, they're firing everything they can like a Twitter war at each other, mm. uh, even though they don't even know exactly who's at fault or why they're fighting anymore. And you know, right yeah. before Athena dies, she says hey just tell me before we go are, are, are you her you're really her aren't you you know i didn't die for nothing and she doesn't give her the answer you know it, like it's, it's kind of this moment and, and it makes sense that she's not this person just based on the fact that she's this much of a fighter and she knows what she's doing <laughs> and she's oh yeah you know like it, it, make, it makes sense that she's just not this random idiot who you know is called justice for y'all on on twitter yeah. and uh and i was wondering if they're gonna do something like that because like you know the all, all the other people are so like you know like horrible like over the top horrible people and for a second i it was uh a little weird because i was like 
all right, uh, do they want us to like these people? Like, are, are these the heroes we're supposed to be rooting for? Um, but then, uh, I, I think yeah. A key thing to point out here is that all the characters on both sides are unlikable. Like that. This, both, I think, if anything, this movie's saying is anyone who fights as much as these either side does right here. Anyone who yeah. fights their battles like this is in the wrong. It's, it's kind of like uh, I think. Uh, wasn't it something like Trump said when they're talking about like Nazi a Nazi rally or something? He's like, "Hey, there's good people on both sides." Or oh, something sure, like that. yeah, yeah. It, it well, like this, it's kind of like there's bad people on both sides. Like, <laughs> kind of, like the point. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of because uh, that's the thing. Is as much as technically the rednecks are the the, the victims in this. Like, other than Betty Gilpin, who it seems to reveal at the end isn't actually who they thought she was, like. That side are all awful. The rich side in this are all awful because it's all it's all through this this vengeful thing. Like, oh, that this conspiracy theory got us to lose our jobs, so we're going to like fight back and we're going yeah. to uh, do this to them. But and it's like also though, like if you think about it, like if they're so uh, you know socially conscious, but they're spending like what is this? Probably like billions of dollars to set up this mansion and this game and to hire consultants and everything, uh, like. Uh, well, I, I guess a consultant said he, he was doing it for a favor or whatever. Yeah. But like, still, like, there's so much money that could have gone like to good. And I think uh, <clears throat> it's kind of telling that, like, uh, you know, towards the end, when she's on the plane and you know the hostess is there, or whatever, and she asks her, like, "Oh, have you, you ever had like, you know, caviar or, or whatever?" And she's like, "Oh no, like we're not allowed." Like it's like, oh, like you know, these rich people like still treated like you know they're like uh servants and stuff as shit like yeah there's still like also bad people that yeah no i mean it's just it's it's pointing out the hypocrisy not of liberals in general just of this type of person who claims they're for all these good causes but is actually like you know (laughs) like it's it's all about the 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 image that it presents them of of looking like a saint but isn't actually uh but i mean Again, you have to kind of read, like I say, you have to read this whole movie as a as a fight that's taking place on Twitter, just sort of done through literal visuals. That's essentially how I read it as I was watching it. And in that level, it kind of works, even if it doesn't always work as a movie, if that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of, kind of there. And someone who's caught in the crossfires who, I mean, they never outright tells us, but it does seem like she's not who they thought she was. Like she, She's someone who... Uh, it doesn't fit in with either group here because, you know, you know, we don't know what our political views are and we don't really necessarily have to know because that, that's kind of not the point here. The point is is that these two sides want to fight tooth and nail uh, almost because they just sort of subscribe to that side rather than because they're actively, at least in the context of this movie, really believing in anything they're talking about. They're, they're, it's like, no, this is my team, so I'm going to fight for my team kind of mentality. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I, I, but ultimately, though, I, I think the movie kind of fails at really nailing kind of what its satire is supposed to be doing. I'm kind of getting there by really trying to like draw out of it, but right. yeah, I'm kind of you know I'm feeling a little bit. There's, there's a whole like I said, there's a scene we sort of glossed over where as well as a couple. I mean, after the, the the train sequence where it's her and this guy uh, Gary uh, who, who she just saved, they end up in the train and. The- Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. 
Yeah, well, well. <laughs> oh, no, no, I thought you were talking about a different scene. I, was, no, no. I thought you were talking about Dawn at first, but if you're going back to uh, oh, Dawn comes before later. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's with Gary, and they run to this like family of immigrants who are that seem like they're sneaking into the country. And this is where we actually find out when they get off the train that they're not even in the U.S. They're in like Croatia or somewhere, uh, and like. I, uh, well, I'm kind of confused by this because, uh, like, obviously the big thing is you have one of the the hunters, you know, is part of this group. Yes. But, but why why was he like he says he was um, infiltrating them or whatever? But I don't understand why. Um, because because they said the whole train thing like wasn't planned. Uh, uh who said the train thing wasn't planned? Raimi. Well, the uh, I forget the name of the. Um, the guy that's like, <clears throat> you know, really one of the hunters that's, uh, you know, like infiltrating with those like immigrants or, you know, um, or the, the crisis actors, uh, you know, as Gary calls them. Um, but it seems like when the train stops, like he says, like, all right, man, like, just like, go ahead with the plan. Like this train thing wasn't planned. Like, we'll just get out of here. Then like, I'll give you guys like head start and stuff. Well, no, he said the train stopping wasn't part of the plan. Oh, just the stopping? But, yeah. but they were supposed to get on a train? Yeah, the, the, I think the train itself was part of the plan, but they weren't supposed to be stopped. Oh, okay. And that's why that's why the guy broke character and said, oh, okay, this wasn't part of the plan, so, you know, I'll give you a head start. Like, yeah, so the, the train was part of the plan, but there's just, they, they weren't expected to be stopped by uh, the government or the military or whatever. Uh, so... Th- I don't know, that, that just seems like so like far-fetched though that they could have like predicted like oh no yeah they'll find a train and then they'll get on it and then <clears throat> i don't know like i mean what was their what would their plan be though <laughs> like once they were on the train just kill them on the train or uh i i, I don't have answers to these questions yeah. <laughs> like I, I think like a lot of the actual logistics of the hunt stuff like sounds very like muddled like not like well oh, sure. thought out. i mean i feel and, uh, I, maybe it, it's not this point you're not supposed to think about yeah. it too hard i guess but yeah we actually we, we, gary uh you know there's, there's a whole thing here uh where the actor the guy you know the guy who's pretending to be one of the immigrants uh, gets a grenade thrown down his his pants and he, he blows up you know a fun death scene it's a fun death scene uh but of course like someone from the embassy shows up the american embassy to like pick up crystal and dawn who's the new guy she's this is a guy who's also uh made his way to this this like you know military camp or whatever and they're in the car and she kind of realizes this guy the driver's also part of this whatever this is and fights back and kills him that was fun too uh, yeah when she kind of just yeah, like slowly turns around and kicks him out of the car. Yeah. This is kind of what I mean, though. Once they got on the train, though, this kind of middle portion doesn't really feel like it's the premise anymore. It feels like it's just kind of her being like a badass and doing yeah. stuff, as opposed to like actually feeling like they're being hunted. I don't know. It just it wasn't like what I was expecting from the movie. But sure. they uh, basically they track back to like this base where all, a lot of the rich people are like in a bunker, kind of like waiting for people and. Uh, she goes in like John Wick and like kills them all, and I'm like, man, like, like <laughs> she's actually like taking them all out really easily, and it feels really impressive. And uh, I, I, it's, it's like, and it was kind of, it was conflicting though, because like, I'm like, am I supposed to be rooting for her? Because everyone else is a dick, right? Everyone else is clearly a dick on both sides, and it's, there's no one to like, and it's kind of the point of the movie. But I'm conflicted by her because I'm like, they're showing her to be very, very capable. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I, I'm not sure. Like, I have no idea. That, like, because if she's equally like, like her, if her views are equal to everyone else, like I'm not really rooting for her either. Uh, despite right, what she's it, doing, you know. Yeah, that's why it really it feels very weird until you kind of get that reveal towards the end where it's like the wrong person. But I guess even with that reveal, you still don't know what kind of person she is. Like. You know, like, I don't know, she, she feels like a very weird blank slate. Like, she's super badass. Like, I, it's cool, you know, seeing her do all these fight moves and well, stuff. Well, I mean, the, the point is obviously to not judge someone, right? The, the, I, like, the idea being that, like, maybe we thought something about her because she's been lumped in with all these people. She's got the Mississippi sure. accent. But the problem is, is that it's a movie and... Like the movie set is up to think that by putting you know putting her in this group where you know especially That's when we true. get the flashback and it's like oh they've done the research they've picked all these people specifically because of the deaths you know said and done certain things so yeah I, I think it's this weird almost difficult task of like not like having like not spoiling the reveal that they're going to have but mm. at the same time making us like feel okay to kind of root for her and want to like you know have her succeed it, it puts us in this weird place where no one is particularly likable or or sympathetic right everyone's kind right. of the worst um you know it, 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 at least once they establish like what everyone's like you know what in terms of and i'm not even just talking about the political views i'm talking about just the way they talk to people the way they react sure. and get angry the way they you know do things like you know because like the, the guy gary on the train like he very quickly says that he's going to shoot the 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 immigrant in the dick to prove like who he is because he's willing to do it. he's like i'm not going to learn a lesson here you try to teach me some lesson that i'll feel sympathetic towards immigrants no no no, no. <laughs> i'm just going to shoot you like it, it really it, like everyone's awful that's the movie yeah. and <laughs> it and because she's the central character though who keeps kind of fighting back like it feels that we're supposed to root for her but it it has us in this weird place where we're not sure if we want to and <laughs> it's not until yeah. the ending where you get this kind of sense and uh you know it's it, yeah it's it's, it's weird I, it, <laughs> it's just weird I, and so you have that and then she goes to the house and we get a couple of flashbacks explaining the but the backstory uh and then we have the almost like the, the tarantino west thing where they stand and have the conversation whilst uh Hilary Swank's making some like uh, to- uh a toastie. She's making a what did you call it? A grilled cheese, grilled cheese. sandwich, uh, and she's like t- talking about the, the, like everything and explaining. This is when the the stuff of like oh, you got the wrong person, yada yada yada. Um, this yeah, this this whole last portion like feels very Kill Billy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Kill Billy is that like simply yeah. Kill Bill? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it K- Kill Bill? Kill Billy? Kill William? Oh, okay. I like that. That's a trilogy. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said, like, I get what it's doing here. This idea that Hilary Swank has become just as like, like ignorant in her own way on the opposite side. Mm. That she doesn't want to listen to her. She just wants to like go go for blood. Like I, I get the, the kind of the satire it's doing there. I just that part is the weakest part of the movie, which is a shame because it's kind of the, the crux of the movie. But yeah. the actual fight at the end is really good. Uh, the movie ends yeah. after uh, Hilary Swank died. It feels like they're both going to die. It just so happens that... Because uh, Betty Gilpin at one point in the movie, Crystal, she tells a story about a, a, a box rabbit and a, a turtle. Well, it's... <laughs> Well, it's the, uh, the box turtle. I mean, it's the the tortoise and the hare. It, yeah. it, it's just that like same story, but it, it's weird that 
you know, she's, she's like, you know, she's obviously, you know, there's a different ending than, you know, anyone ever hears. But like, it's weird that she's trying to, uh, I thought, like, set it up like it's this story that her mom told her, but like no one's ever heard before or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was that was a little bit odd. But the whole idea is that the, 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 the you know, the, the hair was basically cocky or goes to sleep and the tortoise kind of passes the finish line because of the the other one and um but then the end of the story is that the the hair the the, the hair's so pissed that it goes to the tortoise's house and kills its family <laughs> for losing yeah. uh but she sees this uh this hair at the end this you know bunny and she gets up and like she's fine and she eats the, the she eats the, ch- the grilled cheese sandwich and uh, puts on one of Hillary Swank's dresses, walks out to the jet with she a gun. Cauterizes her wound with uh, one of those little, like, dessert <laughs> flamethrower things. Yes. Uh, and she's, she says to the pilot and the, the stewardess, like, hey, I want to go home. Your boss tried <laughs> to kill me, so I killed killed her. Uh, we get a problem. And they're like, uh, no, I guess. I'll, I'll take you right away. Uh, and that's when, you know, that she sits down and says, you know, offers the, the stewardess some of the caviar she drinks some of the the, the, the expensive champagne and the, the stewardess is like oh how is it and she says uh pretty effing great and it just cuts to the title that's the end of the movie um yeah it's a murky movie it's a murky movie where it doesn't really quite hit the points that i think it wants to make it, it, it you know it, it starts off just as, as a sort of schlocky movie with some comedy that's kind of playing on current you know ideologies but once it starts to go deeper into it, it kind of feels like it, it doesn't. It it's not even that it needs to be subtle. Like like it can be in your face and be your your Paul Verhoeven style of satire. But I don't think it pulls off that either. It's kind of this weird in between where it's not quite being that, but it's also not being a subtle subtextual story of characters who are revealing the ideologies behind them and how people interact <laughs> as it goes. Uh, yeah, the the thing is, it's like, you know, if you just uh, kind of shut your brain off and you just watch it as like a mindless, you know, kind of actiony, yeah, like mm. horror-y, whatever, uh, you know, fun ninety-minute movie, it's totally fine and works on that level. I think maybe it wants to be a little more clever than it is, and yeah. you know, if you try to look at it as like you know, really smart, deep movie, I don't think it kind of hits. Um, that points but I, I don't know maybe it's you know it, like it, there's a whole thing in the movie where they're kind of <clears throat> uh like making these animal farm references because you know they're they're so smart liberal elites and stuff but then like yeah at the end of the movie when they are athena and crystal are talking about it and uh she's like oh why'd you name me this character from animal farm uh or, or why'd you name me this character? She's like, oh, it's from Animal Farm. She's like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense because that character was like mm. an idealist and stuff and blah, blah, blah. She's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like that's kind of <laughs> like the metaphor for the movie. Like, it kind of on the surface seems like, hey, th- this is a kind of a smart thing. But then when you think about it, like, well, <laughs> I mean, is it that smart? I'm like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, again, though, it's not bad, I don't think. No. Nah. No, like I say, it's, you know the action scenes are and the kills are well directed and oh, yeah, uh, you know there's 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 things to like in it. It just it ultimately feels like it's biting off more than it can chew. I feel I feel like sure. it needed a few more drafts. I think it needed to kind of nail down exactly what tone it wanted, exactly what it wanted to say, and it can be pulpy and over the top. It can totally be those things. 
but it just everything about it just kind of feels murky. It, the, the, I, I feel like this, this is. I do. I do honestly think this this should be a Tarantino movie. Almost, I feel like Tarantino <laughs> could make a great sure. <laughs> take take this premise and write his own script, and it, it would become something kind of special, maybe. But uh, as as it is, you know, uh, like I say, you know, it's 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 listed as horror. There's some a little bit of horror in the kills and stuff, but it's not really a horror movie that much. It's no. it, I'd say it's more of a an action thriller, but yeah, is what it is. Uh, so. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's. See, I I will give it a little bit of credit that um I, I I feel like I'm starting to get a little sick of the like, human hunt <laughs> genre of movies. Um, I feel like I don't know, especially over like the last couple of years, <laughs> getting uh, quite a bit of them. But um, at, at least this one uh, kept me more entertained. I feel like than usual with these kind of movies. What do you think? Ready or not, I assume you're thinking of. What else are you thinking of? Uh, I just watched this one on Shudder like a couple of weeks ago called The Furies. Okay. Uh, you know, which is kind of a you know similar thing. Um, and then I don't know. I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I don't know. I just feel like, uh, well, I, I guess kind of The Purge, right? a little bit. Yeah, kinda. Uh, yeah. There's always like a usually a human <laughs> hunting uh, element in that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, something we're seeing more of nowadays. And yeah. I, unless you have like a really, I don't know, unique spin on it or whatever, it's I usually kind of roll my eyes. But uh, <clears throat> I thought this one was at least maybe a little more interesting than some of the other ones uh, I've seen lately. Um, yeah, because I definitely was never bored at any point in it. Like it's a you know it's a pretty quick what ninety ish minute movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think maybe a big thing that would have worked for this is to give give Crystal a moment early on where she does something that makes her sympathetic towards her. Like give her a sure. small moment where she, she I don't know, helps someone who's innocent or uh, I don't know, just something to make us go, make us conflicted. You know, maybe maybe you know, maybe she has shitty political views, but maybe you know she is deep down a good person uh, in some other ways, and we can kind of root for that until we know more later. But uh, as yeah. it is, is they kind of intentionally try to not give you anything so that they can sort of surprise you later with the oh yeah. she may actually not be like one of these people. Um, yeah. So I I don't know, it's kind of kind of weird, but uh, yeah, the hunt is it's just okay i guess <laughs> like I, we're, yeah. at, we're at the rating point tim what are you, what are you going to rate the movie uh i'll give it a solid six um yeah it's a fun enough watch uh there's definitely good kills good action um and uh, you know there were there were times I, I laughed you know mostly in the beginning when it's really over the top uh <clears throat> you know uh i think there's some funny stuff there um but yeah i mean like you said it's a it's a little bit muddled and you know, could have used some work. Um, like, a, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't know, I could definitely see a, a better movie out of this, but uh, again, there's nothing necessarily bad about it. It's you know, pretty fun for what it was. Yeah, I think that's about right. I, it's one of those things where the, the moments that I enjoyed, like, do drag up, but they drag it up enough to a six. I think I'm going to go just a smidge lower with 5.5 and say that, you know, well directed. It's good cast as well. You know, like obviously you've got some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those bigger actors in small roles are solid. Betty Gilpin's very good. Uh, yeah, she's great. So 
you know and swank is fine as well and what you see of her like you know and the guy the guy who pretended to be an immigrant by the way uh you know who was that but he was actually one of the rich guys uh i know him from uh a series of unfortunate events uh, the Netflix show. Oh, okay. uh, he's like one of the henchmen on that. He's he's really good in that show. So it was actually oh. kind of nice seeing him. Uh, so he, he's he's got uh, he's Hookman, I think, on that. He's referred to as. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Like everyone did a good job. Um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, like even the, uh, even like Don and Gary, like you know, were pretty good as you know, like those kind of people. <laughs> mm. Yeah uh yeah they're kind of shit birds and like hypocritical and you know it's yeah like you know i i enjoy when she like she's she's going to pee and she's sort of like you know crouching down over the side of the forest and he says oh by the way my name is gary and she's like shut up gary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i believe he's actually credited if you i don't know if you will pay attention to the credits uh that's gonna I, be yeah. that's gonna be a chuckle like he's actually credited as shut the f up gary <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny I, yeah I, I did notice that because i watched the credits i didn't know if there's any stingers or anything and mm. i saw that um but yeah no the, like yeah they were good and uh i don't know i've, I've said my piece <laughs> yeah i think i think we have I, I think that's uh our discussion on the hunt uh so it's it's okay yeah, that's basically that's the best I've got for you. I I feel like this would be a great movie once it's like streaming on like Netflix or something. Like I wasn't thrilled <laughs> to pay twenty bucks <laughs> to watch it. Um, <laughs> Naturally, yeah. Uh, which I mean, like you know, I mean obviously, like you know, the you know these uh, what, I don't know what they're called, like theater VOD or whatever movies, like. Yeah, obviously it makes sense to have them be higher priced. But I, like, I think uh, the the phrase I saw this week for the boy coming out was premium VOD. <laughs> well, it makes sense, uh, yeah, for the boy. But, oh, sure. uh, but yeah, no, like for this, I was like, oh, okay, like yeah, twenty bucks to rent it at home is a bit much, but like I feel like you know once it's on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, this is a yeah perfectly fine movie to throw on and check out. Hmm. Oh, well, there you go. That is The Hunt. You can let us know if, what you thought of the movie. If you've seen it in the comments below, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at Screams Midnight for shenanigans. And, uh, you know, Tim will sometimes tweet stupid things from there. I'll rein them in and be sensible. And it's, it's just that's how it goes. Uh, but you can check us out on Twitter. Obviously, I mentioned Patreon earlier. Patreon.com slash TV. Go and have a look and see if you want any supporters over there. Uh, check out other content, of course, that we have. Uh, Mailfuzz TV. Uh, we have a science fiction movie podcast called The Atomic Cinema Experiment that I do with Tara. Uh, kind of similar to this show, but with sci-fi movies. So uh, you can go and check out that and uh, anything else we, we do. So uh, that is us. Thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time. <laughs>